Hey y'all, I'm Elisa. And I'm Samantha. And welcome to Watch for Deer. Welcome back to Watch for Deer. Now, now we get to start part two. Part two, because we had a slight equipment malfunction that almost brought me to my knees. I don't know if I've ever seen you so mad. I literally was on the verge of tears. So last week we were recording, and if you listen to it, Natalia Grace, part one, we weren't going to do no. part one and part two. It was just going to be one big one, episode. Like we always do. Yep. And I looked down and she has her phone on, <laughs> do not disturb, but I saw that it went bing like that. And I was like, what? And 45 minutes. <sighs> 45 minutes of our podcast was just gone. gone. It was gone. And I've never heard such swarping in my life. <laughs> I was devastated. I mean, I thought the woman was going to bust her phone. What I really wanted to do <laughs> was call my parents and tell them to stop calling me. Yeah, because that's what it was. It was Because her, it was mom and dad. It was her mom and dad that called her and it... It kicked it, me it out. Kicked her out. And it, and it didn't even give me the option to save the episode, which no. is so bonkers. It was just one of those glitches. <laughs> it was the whole thing. Forty-five minutes, and oh, oh. I could have cried because we were just flowing so well with the whole thing, and just to have to go back and and redo everything. I'm just, I don't want to talk about it because I'm gonna cry. Well, don't cry. It's okay now. It's okay because now we're getting into it. Yeah, because you know. So here we are. We're back for part two of Natalia Grace. So, this is going to cover the second season of the series on Max. And after the first season, just to kind of recap, Michael is put on trial. It's ridiculous. And he's found not guilty. It's crazy to me. So, and we kind of discussed on why we thought they didn't really pursue him at that time, Mm -hmm. really, because we're looking at Christine being the sole driver of mm-hmm. like the majority of the abuse like well, she he was said he was a, he was abused too so he couldn't take up for natalia because he was being abused also he was scared yeah because yeah. he was scared so he could not protect his child that was a child mm-hmm. and yeah so i'm ugh. sorry but ugh. i mean i and i i do understand i want to clarify i do understand that abuse goes both ways it can be you know, a female being It absolutely abused. can, go, it both can go both ways. However, I can't imagine being in a situation and being a mother or a father and allowing that type of abuse to happen to my child. I would, I would, I would die before I would let that happen. He allowed it. Exactly. Regardless, I would die. regardless if, regardless if he was being abused or not, he allowed it. He was allowing his child to be physically, mentally, verbally abused, mm. horrendous things, horrendous things. And I think we're going to get into them we're here. We're going to get into it. Yeah. And his excuse was pretty much, what about me? Yeah. Woe what about me? me? What was me? I was being abused too. Well, buddy, she was eight to 10 years old yeah. and you're a grown man. Yeah. You're yeah. a grown man. Yeah. He's, I'm the victim here. I'm the victim. Yeah, no. Just, I can't, I can't even deal with him. No, I can't. You know what? His voice, his, his whole dramatic thing gets on my nerves like Gypsy Rose does. He's just. <laughs> I was flipping through TikTok today and she got a new dog. Gypsy Rose did. Oh, poor dog. I know. And she got, she got a dog and people are commenting on it. And I feel like there's, uh, 
the backlash against her now because people were commenting on it and everything. And I don't understand why she was popular in the first place. Like, I don't feel like why she was popular in the first place. Why is Zoe walking over here? Because Zoe, this is all I've heard around my house for the past week. Go ahead, Zoe. Am I going to strangle her? No. Why is she laughing so hard? What are you doing? I'm on high right now. (laughs) What's she saying? I live my best life and y'all can't take that from me. No, (laughs) ma'am. No. No. (laughs) Zoe, go go get in the car. (laughs) That's all I've heard for the past week. I'm like, stop. (laughs) TikTok. What are you doing? Just cancel her. Stop. Okay, let's get into this because I can <laughs> I can go off on Gypsy Rose again because it's just it but is this is this is not crazy. about Gypsy. This is about Natalia, which makes me angry. Also, so, so we're so today mm-hmm. on this episode we are going to learn a little bit more about Natalia's mm-hmm. side of the story. Okay? okay, so this is again in part two. Um, so, Natalia just comes right out and states that the Barnetts had lied about the entire thing. She had never stood at the edge of their bed with a knife. Natalia said she has no idea how old she truly is, but the Barnetts robbed her of her childhood. Well, she's so Absolutely. small. Natalia is so small. She is very, very, very short. Yes. Which comes with her disability. Yes. Her physical disability. She's very short. If you think about it, she's so small that even if she was standing at the edge of the bed with a knife, you wouldn't be able to see her. No. She couldn't look over the bed to see them. No. Not only that, she even stated... um, in in this she even stated with her hands and her disability mm-hmm. she can't even properly grip a knife yeah, her hands to are, hold it her to fingers are, are so are so tiny yeah like come yeah. on it's because they're filthy liars so um she has been with the man's family and we kind of talked about them towards the end of the episode mm-hmm. you know she met um cynthia at that ged center mm-hmm. and you know she was <laughs> Alone, living in that second apartment with stairs. Like I said, she's handicapped. This was not a handicap-friendly place. No. Um, She had no way, really, to take care of herself, to go get groceries, do the things that she should be able to do. Right. To be self-sufficient. Right. So, she ended up getting with Cynthia Manns, and she ends up living with the Manns family for years. Four years or four? Four four years. Like, not four, not number four. She lives with them for years. For many years. For years. (laughs) She lives with them for years. Do you know that's one of the things I do a lot? Like, I catch myself, and I've caught myself doing it so much. Like, it's almost like when you say bury, you know, and I jump onto you. I catch myself, and I correct myself. I've jumped onto myself so Mm -hmm. much. I'm so hard on myself for saying fur. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I don't do it a whole lot anymore, but sometimes I, I kind of want to go towards that fur. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think it's Instead just the four. Appalachia, you know, slang in us because I say stuff like go wash your hair. Or, yeah. You know, we're real drawn out. But yeah, I don't, I don't say I more. So fur, like, yeah. you know, fur. Yeah. Not fur like on a dog, but. Okay. I, but you know, <laughs> I know that we're like off the rails here again. I know, but when you said that. <laughs> 
Okay. So I don't say wash your hair or go wash or I'm washing clothes. But I do call the place mm-hmm. that is detached from a house that people used to go wash their clothes and stuff in. You know, the wash house. Mm-hmm. I do call it a wash house. Because I believe that it's actually a wash house. Do you know what a wash house is? You're looking at me like you've no idea what I'm talking about. You don't know Why what a wash you, house is? It's like where you go and wash clothes. But you don't know you, you wash, wash your, you, you wash, wash your clothes. Yeah. But it's called a wash house. I don't know why it's called a wash house. I think it's because everybody says wash. Wash. That's kind of like why I didn't name my son Wyatt because we call him Dylan White. White Napper. Yeah. Anywho, back on topic. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. Just stay with us. It gets good. It gets real good. (laughs) (laughs) So tired. Me too, sister. It's been a week. So she has been with the man's family for several years. This family has 11 kids. And not one time has Natalia ever tried to hurt anyone in this household. Ever. If Natalia was a sociopath, that behavior would not have just stopped. You know, because, again, it's an impulsive behavior. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't be able to control it. Mm -hmm. Um, She she wouldn't be able to connect or bond with these kids that that Cynthia had. Yeah. You know, she wouldn't have that that relationship. But here she does. She's clearly part of the man's family. (coughs) Now, Natalia Speaks is the second season to the show. And we get to hear her side of the story. And she commented on the first time that Christine had gave her a bath and discovered pubic hair. She said she wasn't really sure if she had it or not because she was like six, seven years old. And she really didn't even know what that was. So, I can I can see that. You know, there's medical conditions that can cause you to have, you know, hair grow in different places and mm-hmm. be prematurely. So, I mean, can you remember <clears throat> anything from when you're six or seven? Like, something vague? Like, I mean... No, not really. I, I can't. No. I remember going to kindergarten and stuff, but I don't remember... Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have, like, vivid memories of stuff. No. So... No. Now, within 10 weeks of having Natalia... An endocrinologist had confirmed that Natalia was the age of 9 to 11 years old. This is not too far from her original age. And remember, we said that there is some re-aging that happens with foreign adoptees. So if she was 9 or 11, it would also be possible that she could have had her period. Mm -hmm. That could be a very likely thing that happened to her if she's, you know, closer to 11. And it wasn't like she was trying to hide it. She probably just didn't know what was going on with her body. Yeah. So, you know, she didn't have the mother figure to explain these changes to her and her body. And this is where I want to say, mamas, please have a talk with your little ladies. Don't let them go to school or go somewhere and have that happen to them and them not know what's going on because it's That's scary so traumatizing and it's scary it's if you so, don't know what's happening to your body don't do that it's, don't do yeah. that make it's sure scary. they understand that it's perfectly normal and everything will be okay. And that they're not dying because that's exactly what they think's happen- yeah. think happens. Oh, I'm sure. They think they're dying. Now, sometimes you might feel like you are dying. Absolutely. But yes. you're not physically dying. But sometimes you may feel like you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Midol. Get it and keep it in your purse, ladies. Mm. So, um, Natalia also spoke about the time that she'd lost a tooth. 
Christine was yelling about it and asking why she pulled her tooth. And Natalia was like, well, I haven't. I haven't pulled a tooth. It just come out. So Christine um, took her to a dentist to have x-rays taken so she could prove that Natalia was older than six or seven. The results? The dentist aged her around nine or 11. She still had 12 baby teeth in her head. 12 baby teeth. Y'all, there was no way that she could have been an adult at this point. He wrote that in her file, and Christine still refused to accept that she was a child. Oh, it makes me so mad. So this eight-year-old girl was set off into an apartment to live and care for herself for a year. Can you imagine an eight-year-old child living on their own for a whole freaking year? Now imagine that eight-year-old child living on their own with a severe, severe physical disability. Yep. And how she survived, how did she survive that? Well, this kind of explains her behavior back in part one, um, how we discussed how she would walk into other people's apartments or homes. Like a child she would. Was rummaging yeah. through the cabinets, mm-hmm. through the fridge. She didn't really know personal boundaries. You know, she was looking for food. She needed companionship, a caretaker, a mother. Mm-hmm. She was a child. Yeah. She just needed help. The more I watched this and we got deeper into the second season, the madder I got. Natalia even said that when they dropped her off, she was so scared. The Barnetts, um, I'm sure, told the neighbors, too, that she was an adult. This is why it was so bizarre when she showed that behavior of her just walking in and helping herself. I'm sure that was kind of alarming, You know, you're sitting there in your house or you're coming home. You know, back in the day, people didn't really lock doors like we do now. Right, because with her disability, right, with her disability, she looked like a child, but she also looked like she could be a young adult. I can see. With her facial features, and she had very pronounced facial features. So, she, I could see that if somebody had said, oh, you know, she's an adult, with her, um, issues you know that she has that you could say well okay yeah that's possible I guess right well with the dwarfism you know it kind of you've got a thicker bone structure so it I can see how it kind of would be confusing especially if you meet this child and she tells you she's 22 and she's living on her own yeah and I mean why wouldn't you believe it and I know, like, the neighbors and stuff on that one, they, that one, I believe it was a guy. He felt very guilty. Yeah, He felt very guilty because he thought she was an adult. And he was annoyed by the adult always coming around. Behavior. He said he would pull in and here she would come. Yep. They were having to hide from the adult because he thought it she was an adult. Yeah. And that's what Natalia had said. That's because that's what her mom, Christine. Had pretty much had, beat into right, her. Christine told her, you know, so now they think that they've got this adult that just will not leave them alone. Just like, you know. Yeah. Constantly, you know, up your nose, right there in your business. Yep. So 
when he found out the whole situation, he felt he felt terrible. terrible. He felt terrible. Yeah. And I really felt sorry for him. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I I'm sorry sure he, he struggles with massive amounts of guilt. But yeah. I mean, it's not on him. Like he had, he was told she was an adult. And so I, honestly, I said it. I would not even put it past the Barnetts to have everyone complain and lie on her. Like when they were talking, I mean, just, you know, any, they're just, oh, <laughs> I just, oh, I just, they're just so awful. They're awful people, y'all. They really are. Awful. Christine was just a monster. She was a manipulator. She tried to use the others around her to assist her, and it worked. Mm-hmm. She successfully ruined Natalia's childhood. Mm-hmm. Well done, Christine. Well done. Well done. Does that make you feel accomplished? Mm-hmm. Does it? I hope you can hear this from Canada. Putting a disabled child out to live on their own at eight. Mm-hmm. Bravo. So, later in the episode, they thought it was a good um, <clears throat> it was a good idea to get Michael and Natalia to sit down and talk things out. Um, her guardian at the time. No. Go back. What? Just go back and read that sentence again. Later in the episode, they thought it was a good idea to get Michael and Natalia to sit down and talk things out. Keep going. Her guardian. How are you saying it? Guardian. Okay. Sounds like you're saying guardian to me. Gur- gur- guardian? Guardian. Her guardian? Yeah. What? <laughs> Does it sound weird? Is my headphones messed up? <laughs> Say it again. Guardian. Okay. There. That's right. Guardian. Her guardian. Mm, I don't know if that's how you said that earlier. Guardian. What? there it's there it is again that's not right (laughs) Mm -mm. no what (laughs) it's like one minute you say it right the next minute you can't what's wrong with you it's guardian that word yeah and i say her dad because he's more than a dad than she had ever had guardian what Guardian. Guardian, yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like that's exactly what you're saying. Sometimes it is what you're saying. Guardian. Hush. <laughs> I feel like... Maybe I got I maybe I got an ear infection or something. Maybe you got an earworm. What's that? That's not a thing. Yes, it is. Just keep going. Do, you know no. do you know when a song like... Oh, I know what you're talking I'm about. I'm chasing dragons. It's dragons got my hand. Sugar boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm robbing people, but I'm an honest man. We love you, Wally. <laughs> he probably doesn't even listen. He's a loser like 100% that. 100% he does but not anyways, listen. But anyways, <clears throat> put an earworm in his ear just now. That's what an earworm is. Okay. Again, we've totally went off the topic. Okay. Um, Antoine, Antoine Mans kindly asked Michael not to curse. Um, which I feel is a valid request. You know, respect her religion, her beliefs, try to rein it in. Mm-hmm. And that was literally all they were asking of Michael. And he flips out. Like, he has a complete dramatic meltdown and leaves the meeting. Like, rips his lapel mic off. He throws his cap on his head. And he was like, I'm done. I can't. I can't. And just walks off. Yeah. Like... Come on. Like, he acts like he's, like, five. Mm-hmm. Actually, a five-year-old will probably acted a little better than what he did. Yeah. It was, it was bizarre. <clears throat> so, during his arrest, they're interviewing him. When he was booked, the cops ask about the period situation. You know, the menstrual cycle that was mentioned back in part one. They asked 
if Michael or Christine had ever explained to her about her period. And Michael just tells the cops, like, she hid that. Like, we, we had no idea. He said she would go to the bathroom and trigger warning for grossness. Um, she would wipe it up with her hands and lick it. <clears throat> Why? He's, 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 he is There's something sick. wrong with him to make up something like that. Yes. Like, where did you come up with this? Yeah. That tells me He's you, just trying to degrade oh. Natalia so bad. He's trying to make her look so bad in other people's eyes. And what it's doing is they've got his number. They know exactly, sure. exactly what he is. And he's just trying to make Natalia look worse by saying disgusting things like that that did not happen. He, go on. Mm. Just go on because I'm going to throw, I'm gonna throw <laughs> some. Throw just some. Go on. But Natalia, I mean, they show that, that part of the video to Natalia. And you can just, like, when he says that and she's watching that video and she, you can see it all over her face. And she was like, what? That's disgusting. She was like, that is nasty. You know, they just, they tried so hard to make her look crazy when they were the crazy ones. They were the crazy ones. She explains that Christine tells her that she started her period by forcing her to put a tampon in at the age of seven or eight. She said that she couldn't do it. <clears throat> Which we know, as women, we know that if you are not on a cycle, it is pretty much impossible mm-hmm. to insert one. It's very painful. Um, so, Christine forces her to insert the tampon. When she pulled it out, there was some blood on it. That's assault. Of course. That is this assault. This right here is sexual assault yes, it is. on a minor. Yes, it is. Hang her freaking hind in. Are you going to tell me that she's going to jail I'm not done yet. Let's just, let's proceed. This is sexual abuse with an object. Like, case closed. See, I'm so mad. My 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 hands are flinging and I'm hitting the, I'm just so upset. I, just, I feel so sorry <clears throat> for Natalia too because what, I feel sorry for her too because she's having to re, not only is she having to relive all of this, but she's reliving it. Everybody's watching the documentary. Yes. <clears throat> and we're all talking about it. Yes. But I think it's so important for her, too. And I think she even says this in the documentary. It's so important for her to tell her side. I'm sure. I'm it's sure. It's so important for her. And I'm sure it's hard. And it's it's bringing up so many terrible I would think there had to be a certain amount of... I don't know what word to use. But, like, if somebody had said something like what Michael said about Natalia with her being on her menstrual cycle. And if... Somebody had, I couldn't imagine somebody saying that, how disgusting that is. Yeah. And then them playing it on national TV and yeah. then you watching it for the first time and them getting your reaction on national TV. I don't want to use the word embarrassed because it's not her fault. And she has nothing. It's mortifying. She has no reason to be embarrassed. But to me, the feeling of embarrassment, like, oh my God, I can't believe so many people are going to see this and he's see lying this. on me. And yes. I, it just makes my heart go out to her. Like, it really does it go, does. It, it goes out I'm to sure her. I'm sure she was mortified. Yeah. I can't imagine. Numerous <clears throat> experts had told the Barnetts that she was indeed a child. This poor girl gets beat and abused 
And I'd say she finally caves in to Christine's charade of her being an adult. I would have broken too, y'all. She's a psychopath. Uh, at six or seven years old, my daughter, <laughs> at six years old, would uh, get a bowl of food, like like cereal or something, and put it in the floor and say, you know, I'm a dog. I'm a dog. And at six yeah. years old, I'd be like, okay, you're a puppy. You know, and I'd pet her head and stuff. Yeah. And she'd go around and tell people that she was a puppy. Right. You can convince a child of anything. They're children. Yes. They're children. So if her mom is constantly <clears throat> telling her that she's an adult, you're an adult, you're an, an adult. adult. Yep. Then you're going to think gonna you're, an adult you're an adult. Because what do six, you know, kids say? Yeah. I'm a big girl. Yeah. I'm not a baby. I'm a big girl. Yeah. How many times do kids say that? So she was a big girl. She was a big girl. She was, she was an a adult. Yeah. Shame on you, Christine. Shame on you. Indiana state law says that a parent is responsible for a child until they are age 21. So here is why Christine pushed and pushed so hard to have Natalia re-aged at 22. She was done with this kid. So she, Christine, had written this book. She was head of this um, special needs charity. So she had a book deal. I think she got like $600,000 of the book deal. She was a public speaker. She was an advocate for all of these children with disabilities. So this kid was bringing her persona down. She didn't want to pay for all of her medical expenses. She didn't want to take the time to take care of her. She realized after she adopted her, it was a lot. It was a lot. It's a lot to take care of a child. Between having, you know, between working with a disabled child on a daily basis and having a disabled child live with you and continually take care of them, it's a big difference versus, you know, 24, 48 hours versus eight hours a yeah. day. Yeah. It's a big difference. Yeah. And I think she just realized she bit off more than what she could chew. Mm -hmm. She wanted rid of her. Christine wanted to continue her perfect image. And Natalia was not part of that perfect Im image, perfect family, whatever. So let's talk about the pine saw or pledge in the coffee incident. And I think in part one, we explained mm -hmm. about her. She was getting up there and she was going to help uh, Christine do dishes. Mm -hmm. Christine had a cup of coffee. She walked away. Yeah. She come back and took a drink of her coffee and it had pledge or whatever in it. Yeah. <clears throat> so Natalia had discussed, or I'm sorry. Um, she, she, Natalia tells us that she had the way it was is she was standing there and she was wiping off her kitchen Island with pledge. Mm -hmm. Christine did have a cup of coffee there mm -hmm. and they were both wiping and polishing. She said, Christine walks away. She said, and I've seen a place that didn't have any polish on it. Mm -hmm. So she grabbed the spray and went to spray it, you know, with, with both of her hands. Because clearly she can't grip a bottle of Pledge right. with right. one hand. Right. Um, she sprays it. And overspray does go in her coffee. Sure. Okay. Yep. Which is okay. No reason to freak the flip out. Right. You scared me there. I thought you were going to say the F word. <laughs> I did. I said flip. That's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> My heart stopped. <laughs> but she comes back. She looks in her coffee and she sees the oily residue mm -hmm. from the pledge in her coffee. Yeah. So Christine pours it out. 
she pours a new cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. Natalia said that she comes over. She grabs (coughs) Natalia's hands Mm -hmm. and makes her spray the pledge in the coffee while she's recording her on her phone. Do they show that? Do they show that in... I don't think they showed it, but here you're... I mean, what's... Christine's in Canada. Yeah. So I'm sure she does it. She's probably sent it to her little friends, Mm -hmm. you know, who she whines and complains about. Shame Mm -hmm. on you. But, anywho, it it was all a setup. Everything was a setup. Now, Natalia discussed the night that Michael said he woke up with Natalia standing at the edge of the bed with a knife. There's no... There's no way. Well, she just says, I can't even grip a knife. Again, she confirms she's an eight-year-old little girl, and the bed they owned was entirely too tall for her to even look over. There you go. Impossible. There you go. She says, Christine literally took that right out of the movie, The Orphan, and honestly, it really sounds like it. Have you watched that movie? I have not. But they showed, like, a clip of it, mm-hmm. of the little girl standing at the bed with a knife. Yeah. yeah. And she's a little dark-headed girl, too, I think. So. I mean, I remember seeing the, the trailer like the for it or something. Or whatever. Yeah, but I've not watched it. Yeah. She's like, she literally, that movie was like, it had just come out a few years prior. She was like, she took it right out of the movie. Like, that whole, she was like, it's insane. She was like, this whole situation is based off that movie, The Orphan. So, they put... Um, when they had her taken by ambulance mm-hmm. to the mental hospital, mm-hmm. LaRue Mental Hospital, Natalia recalls being in that spooky place. She said she was locked in a room and she was so scared. She said, all I can remember is walking in the room and there isn't anything in there. She was like, everything is like just stark white. And there's the bed, the little twin bed in the corner. And she's like, what stuck out most in her mind was the restraints that were on the bed. Those brown leather restraints, you know. Yeah. She's like, I was terrified. Of course she was. She was a baby. She was, she said, I'm an eight-year-old little girl. You know, she's like, well, by now she's probably like nine or ten. Yeah. You know, and she said she was terrified. That just, um, that breaks my heart. And she was a kid and they put her in the, in the section where she was around more adults, which was so dangerous because you have men and women both who are crazy it's a miracle that she even survived being there it's a miracle that she survived this whole ordeal anyways with everything that she's went through i mean being in that apartment for a year that that kind of just and you know i don't know some of the things like sometimes like i think about this um you know how like when your kids go to bed and they get scared of the dark Mm. oh don't you're gonna make me cry you know, or getting scared of the dark and not having anybody to Nobody's call to. there. Nobody's there. God. You just brought that to a whole new level. Yeah, nobody's there. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. That's the worst feeling as a mom is hearing your child squall your name out in the middle of the night. And mm-hmm. I can't imagine not being there to run to him. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-mm-mm-mm. In this time, while she's in the mental hospital... The Barnetts are petitioning to get her re-aged to 22. Now, honestly, I think the Barnetts paid off all these people to help confirm and solidify Natalia being an adult because the science does not lie. They had their very own personal doctor, Dr. McLaren, write a letter stating that she was a con artist. And that's what they used to get her re-aged. And just so happens, Dr. McLaren was also a family friend. Well... 
I got words for you, Dr. McLaren. <clears throat> I ain't going to say them on here. I'm not going to. Because, you know, mm-hmm. young ears. Anywho. Um, so, which makes me kind of think, do you think, do you think I could probably go ahead and file for my disability and see if my doctors would say that I'm older? Probably. I mean, my spine sure. and bones tell me like I'm in my 70s. So if they did a test, I bet I could probably change my age. Probably so. And get disability. Maybe. And Medicare. Possibly. Apparently crazier things that happen. I mean, crazier things happen. Can I sign up for disability now? I know. Maybe. SSI? Sure. Come on, people. I mean, I think you can do anything you want to as long as you put your mind to it, Elisa. Absolutely. So, if you have not watched this show, you must. It truly will make you so angry. Um, Natalia and Michael have a meeting. Second time around. So, they agree to meet again towards the end of this season. And Natalia is super nervous because of what happened with the first meeting. You know, Michael getting up, walking out. I would she's, say she's super nervous over the whole ordeal and everything. She's super nervous. So, this time... They're kind of talking back and forth about Christine pepper spraying her. And she said the first time was when Christine had brought the pepper spray home and wanted to show her what it would feel like. She said she made her stand there with her hands to her side. Natalia said, "I, I shut my eyes and she made me open them. She made me open my eyes and she sprayed me. And then I couldn't wipe my eyes. I had to stand there for like five minutes with pepper spray in my eyes. Screaming and squalling. That's what it'll feel like if you don't behave. If you don't listen to me. This is what this is what I'm going to do to you. That was her one of her punishments. Was pepper spray. Oh, this terrible woman. But then she says the second time she sprayed her was when she was walking to Jacob's school. But hold up. Earlier in this series, she told us that Christine had also sprayed her for getting a question wrong on her schoolwork. So, honestly, it's hard telling how many times this girl was pepper sprayed in the face. Right. I mean, we just won't know. We can't know. Because that's probably something that she's tried to block out of her memory. Because I can't even stand the smell of something like that. I can't imagine not. And not being able to, to wipe your hands or get it out to have to stand there and wait for the burn and the tears to stop. Who does that? This woman, Christine, Who apparently. Who does that? So, um, uh, and not to mention, Michael had denied knowing about the pepper spray when he faced Natalia. He knew because he told them about it in 2019 yes, in the knew. first Michael is season. A liar. Michael is a liar. He's a compulsive liar. He's I a liar. I can't this man. Can either. Oh my gosh. I just, let me have five minutes with him. I will allegedly <laughs> murder him. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Let's talk about her hiding the knives or being accused of hiding them. Now, here's my thought process on that. She was seven, maybe eight at the time, and she was physically being abused. Mm -hmm. Physically, emotionally. Mm -hmm. Maybe she did hide knives. Maybe she hid knives as protection. Maybe Christine manipulated her into thinking that she hid the knives. Maybe Christine told her to stand at the foot of the bed with a knife or she'd pepper spray her again. We will never know. Self-protection? Manipulation? I don't know. Christine placed the knives under there just so she could say she was hiding knives? Probably. Probably. 
So I'm what, just, I'm furious. Is that it? That's it. What? Oh, oh nope. Nope. You just put the paper down. I did. I okay. did. I did. So I'm going to pause a moment and I'm going to play a clip for you and everybody else. Okay. So I got to find that clip and okay. then I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I'm not going to play this clip for you. I'm just going to read it because the music just, it you can't record it. Yeah, you <clears> tried to play a clip and no. I couldn't understand what they were it's saying. The, and it's, it's screechy and it's, so I'm just going to read it. So at the end of the season, mm-hmm. it says two weeks ago and six months after Natalia's legal adoption by the man's family, okay. they decided to actually legally adopt her. <clears throat> the producers get a shocking phone call. And it's Antoine, her adopted dad. Mm -hmm. And he says, something ain't right with Natalia. This girl is tweaking. And he says, I feel like she's the enemy in this house. And she said to us, we have held her hostage. Made us look like we're the enemy. And Cynthia says, Natalia is stabbing her family in the back. Cynthia says, over a complete lie. Antoine says, she's done other things too. Like, this is a new low. Natalia does not have emotions for nothing but herself. We're done. We're done with her. How old is she now? Right now, she's like 21. Is this how old she is at at 21 they're saying this? 21, actually, like she's, yes. I look for there to be a part three. Well, if the... If here's the thing, Natalia, if she's she's twenty one, twenty two, whatever, mm-hmm. right now, whatever she does now as an adult, that's on her. Yep. What happened to her as a child yep. and being left alone, that is on Christine. Yes. And, and if Natalia has some messed up mental issues, I think she does, and she very well may have them. And almost who can blame her for having? I mean, her. You, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like. I get. I mean, you can blame her as an adult. I'm not saying that she can't take blame because you are you accountable for what you're doing. But the Natalia now is different from the child, and I feel yeah. sorry for what happened to the child. It's awful. And if she is, what do you say, a psychopath, a sociopath, whatever mm-hmm. it is? Yeah. Um. That's on. I mean, that's on her now. Like that's that's yeah. her issue. So I'm intrigued to see if. And she may be living out what she was taught when she was, a, you know, a kid. Like, Right. Well, she was know? impressionable. She was six years old when she began this abuse. You know, you raise, you know, they say the apple doesn't far, far, fall far from the tree. I do. I hate to hear that. Isn't that awful? I, I hate to hear that. So I'm very intrigued to see if there is going to be like a season three. Because I really want to know. Because as of right now... We have no idea if Christine has ever gotten in any type of trouble over the abuse that she had done to Natalia. So she didn't get in? I, wait, Michael went to court, but she didn't? She did go to court. Mm-hmm. She did go to court shortly after, well, I think the day after Michael turned himself in. Yeah. She did the next day. Okay. And I think at the time of these recordings, Michael's trial was the only trial that we had. There'll be a part three because we still have to go through Christine's trial. And we'll have to see what's going on with the man's family. What a cliffhanger. 
So we just, we're That's there? It. We're just there. We're done. That's it. That's all we got. What the crap, Elisa? <laughs> There's no, there's no there's, resolution there's to this no story. There's no resolution. There will be a part three, Natalia speaks, as we gather info. So even if they don't have a part three on the episode, I'm going to try to continually follow this case and see where it goes. I, I don't, because I right even, now we just don't, I we can't just even don't know. look at you right now. <laughs> So you get mad when I bring you these horrible murder stories. I can't handle the murder stories. And then I, you get mad when I bring you one like this because I don't finish it. I tell you what, I, I want a good, I want some good ghost stories. I want some good, I want some good West Virginia ghost stories. We can do some. I've got several things that people have sent me. Um, thank you guys so much, by the way, for sending suggestions. I get. Little pings in my inbox all the time on uh, Facebook message. Check this out. Look at this. Oh my gosh, have you seen this? So another one that brought up that we need to look deeper into. Um, somebody said the the Jackson, Mississippi, all those dead bodies we were talking about in that one episode. The, the three, two, the two hundred and fifteen oh, bodies that they found. I was. I thought Remember you meant that? the the three friends that died outside their other friend's house have you seen that no you've not seen that no for somebody who loves true crime and crap you would think i'd follow the news but i don't i don't know a lot to it but these four guys were at their friend's house they're outside it's cold outside like i don't understand like they were inside and they went outside friend a goes up and goes to bed and sleeps from like Sunday to Tuesday. Friend B, C, and D are in his backyard dead. Mm, bad Wives drugs. can't find them. I don't know. They're doing some kind of autopsy. toxicology yep. and autopsy reports and stuff. But yeah, and he said he had no idea. Something's going on though. Like it's weird. They get drunk, pass out, and freeze to death. I don't know. I mean, that would be a logical explanation. But... All three of them? All three of them, Elisa? Uh, I don't know. And in a backyard? I don't I, it's weird. I don't know. It's a weird, it weird story. So, yeah. that's That wraps up our Natalia Grace case. Well, not really wraps it up. It wraps up recording for now. So, hopefully, Christine's trial will um, air and we'll be able to follow it and give an update here before too long. What if we find no, out Natalia's actually not a kid and she's an adult? It's going to make me even more mad. <laughs> I'm going to be so emotionally traumatized <laughs> over this episode. <laughs> I don't know what to think. I know. When I was watching that and that popped on and it said that and I was like, what the crap? So her new family says she's not right. Now they say that the true Natalia is showing her colors. Yeah. Yeah. That's bonkers. It still don't make up for what happened to her as, as a no, child. it doesn't. Super right. sad. Nobody deserves to be abused. Do our, do our so, ending. We thank you guys for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you comment and let us know what you thought about the episode by emailing us at watchfordearpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at watchfordearpodcast. Go like, follow, and Facebook. Follow the Facebook page at Watch for Dear Podcast and go check out the TikTok that we are slowly trying to make some leeway with at Watch for Dear Podcast. Y'all be safe.
and watch for deer. deer.